You're listening to TalkZone.com. Internet Talk Radio. Now, InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. The human body is a miraculous thing, but it's vulnerable to disease and infection. And eventually, even without some disease or trauma, every human body wears out or breaks down. There's no avoiding that. But what can the healthy learn from the chronically ill? Reportedly, 90 million American people are battling one or more serious illnesses. What's it like to live life with chronic disease? And again, what can we learn from those folks? Well, joining us on InfoTrack is Richard M. Cohen, who is author of Strong at the Broken Places, Voices of Illness, A Chorus of Hope. Richard, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Now, you had previously written a book called Blindsided, which is a bestseller, and that, I guess, led you to write this book. Tell us just a little background on the story of how this book came about. When I wrote Blindsided, I attended a lot of public forums talking about the book. I met a lot of people around the country, and what I came to realize was that everybody seemed to have a story. My wife and I went to meetings where people came in wheelchairs, on canes, on walkers, ready to tell their stories, ready to share. And what I realized was that people who deal with illness really want to reach out to each other. I think people draw tremendous strength from each other. That was the backdrop for this book because I saw the statistics you quoted in terms of the 90 million Americans, and I thought somebody ought to be telling their story. Just so folks are aware, you are battling multiple sclerosis, and you also have suffered from colon cancer, I believe. Is that Correct. right? Correct. And you found five people who have different diseases, but I guess there's some commonalities there, right? Yeah, I mean, every disease is different, but there's tremendous common ground in the emotional fallout from illness. People who deal with serious illnesses have a lot of common reactions to it, face a lot of challenges, and they need to get their stories out, need to connect with each other. And I found that they were very strong people. They really had a way of coping with what they were going through, and I just related very clearly to them. Now, when you're first diagnosed with a serious chronic illness, something that that might sound kind of scary, I would imagine you go through several stages of first accepting it or maybe rebelling against the idea. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think that there are predictable stages that you go through, and I think that anger is one. I think denial is one. I spent a great deal of time in my own life dealing with denial, which was in some ways healthy because if you deny the inevitability of possible outcomes, then it's much easier to live your life. You're not frozen. You're not a deer in the headlights. But I think you do have to go through a natural set of reactions before you can calm down and say, look, you know, this is my one shot and I want to have the best life I can have. The challenge becomes, how do you do that? And how do you cope with it? How do you build a normal life? 
and how do you deal with the world? See, you're really not just fighting one war, you're fighting two wars. One is with the illness itself, but the other one is with public attitudes about the illness and the public view of you. And by public, I mean just the people in your lives, the people around you. People do look away. I think people don't want to see us. The challenge for every one of us is not just to handle the disease itself, but to integrate it into our identities, go out there as whole people, and live a normal life. And it's not always easy. Our guest is Richard M. Cohen, author of Strong at the Broken Places, Voices of Illness, A Chorus of Hope. And speaking of hope, I guess that is a universal constant with people battling a chronic illness is the hope that they will see reverse to the illness or that a cure will be found or that even that each day will be a little easier to get through. Yeah, I mean, it is the hope. And I have to say that a chronic illness, by definition, is an illness that cannot be cured. It's a long-term, unresolved physical problem, which means that maintaining hope is a lifetime proposition. There is no finish line here. That's the point. You don't end the race. You've got to keep going, and you've got to sustain that hope for a lifetime. And it really is a very tricky deal, and there are no shortcuts. There's no magic to it. I think it takes a combination of things. It takes personal strength. For some people, it takes faith. And for others, it takes the ability to draw strength from your family, your friends, and the community around you. We've been talking about this topic in general terms, but I wonder if you could share some of the specific stories about the people that you featured in your book, five very interesting and different people. Sure. Denise in California has ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, which is a horrible illness and a fatal illness, and she is probably the most acutely ill of the five people. And the challenge for her has been to keep her head together and to keep her chin up and to believe in something. And what she's chosen to do is get involved in the ALS community to help reach out and help other people. And by helping other people, I think she helps herself psychologically. Buzz, who has non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, is a deeply religious person. He's a Christian. He lives in Indiana. And he draws from the community. He surrounds himself with members of the church. And he uses his faith as a way to buttress everything else, the, the assaults on his body. And then you have Ben, who has muscular dystrophy, right. and so he is dealing with muscle weakness, I guess. Correct. This is a 20-year-old kid now, a college student. He's also dealing with his own fears about how others see him, how he's going to be treated in the community. I began with him when he was going off to college from high school. He had terrible fears of going off alone because he was so dependent on other people. And his struggle is not just a physical struggle. It's to come to grips with what he would consider his worst instincts and his fears that people are going to treat him badly and think less of him because he's disabled. And he's overcome a lot of that, and I give him enormous credit for growth. And he's an example of the discipline and the hard work it takes to sort of get your act together, think through your problems, talk to somebody if necessary, and see if you can overcome it. 
So it's not just a battle against the disease, it's an inner battle, perhaps with yourself and with your mind, to convince yourself that you can move forward and you can have your place in the world, even though you've got this chronic illness. Yeah, very much so. Only half the battle is with the illness, the other half is with yourself and with the people around you. But you know what? You can do it. It's really a matter of resilience and a willingness to think through your life, to sharpen your perspective on what's important to you, what you want, and a determination to get it. Richard, what would you say to the healthy people listening or the disease-free people in how they should deal with people they come across in life who have chronic illness? I would say very simply, we are not looking for anything except a fair shake. People who have chronic illnesses, people who are struggling with whatever it is, just want to be able to get a job, to be treated with some respect, to be seen. Too often we have trouble getting jobs and keeping jobs. I think employers are very much afraid of people who are dealing with illnesses. I think it's very hard to connect with other people socially when you have an illness. And it's a struggle to just find a level playing field. And I'm not sure we're ever going to find a totally level playing field. But when you're sick, you can never stop trying because until you're on solid ground, you're going to be slipping and sliding your whole life. Any final words for our listeners today, Richard? It would be wonderful if we all looked around and saw each other in a slightly different light. When you see somebody who needs some help, help them. Just see people for what they are going through. And if you can make somebody's life a little bit easier, I believe it will come back to you in space. Sure. So the website is strongatthebrokenplaces.com, and you're looking for stories from folks that they can share on there. Correct. Strong at the Broken Places, Richard M. Cohen, the author. Richard, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.